Hi, welcome to Sword Nut Radio. In this episode, we're going to be playing our Dark Heresy campaign, The Hidden Hand, written and run by Dave. For a while, we've been releasing episodes that are an entire session's worth of gaming. And while that is good for the pace, it's not good for me as an editor. I don't have time to do that. And it's, it's frankly very daunting, which is why it's been six weeks since our last release. So in order to get back on schedule and get a buffer and release weekly episodes, hopefully, we'll be breaking them down into shorter, around about one hour episodes. So at the end of this episode, we're going to have some feedback and hopefully the weekly release schedule means that we can record feedback separately and then have it at the end of an episode kind of up to date. Because we're so far behind, the feedback still isn't quite up to date, but don't worry, if you've said something nice, then we'll get around to, to mentioning you on the show. If you want to get in touch with us, the single best place to do that is on Twitter, where I'm quite active. We run little competitions where you can win truly, truly shitty prizes. Or no prize at all, just the warmth from the shame of having taken part being your only reward. If you want to get in touch with us in a longer format, then send an email to swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this as it's released in mid-July... 2016, or even if you're not, go over to HowWeRollPodcast.com. Joe and Dave are members of that podcast, and recently they've just completed a story arc called The Sanatorium, which I think is the finest thing I've ever heard in podcasting. It is spectacularly good, and is the grand finale of what every GM wants to do, which is have a very, very long story arc, all wrap up, and leave real emotional damage on his players, so go have a listen to it listen to all of their back catalogue material and then listen to their, their newer stuff which includes them playing a game of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition with Chaosium with the people who actually wrote the game and that's amazing I'd just like to give a shout out to BattleBuds for letting us use their awesome audio since we started using their audio they've expanded a huge amount so if you wanted to go on there check out all their new stuff so your tabletop experience can sound awesome and lastly, I would like to say as well, um, thanks for Gorgas for dropping us a five-star review on iTunes. That's really nice. Thank you. I know the whole podcast thing is you usually end with a call to people to give you iTunes reviews and things like that. But honestly, it does help people listen to the show. Um, the whole of the internet, the whole of podcasting basically uses iTunes as their gold standard. All the feeds come off of that. If you're on iTunes, it gets populated across. All the reviews get populated across. The way in which it ranks you is, is arcane and unknowable, but somehow the reviews matter. And we like talking to you guys. We like interacting with you. And if that's something that helps us interact with more people, then that would be awesome. Okay, so enough of this stuff. Let's get on with the show. As voted for by the listeners, this one is called Violence Solves Everything. Said the king on high, our nation shall triumph, our enemies die. Trust me to reign with a firm iron fist and rid all the lands of those who resist. But trust is the scent of a burning village, trust is the scent from spoils and pillage. Trust is the scent of a soul's last breath, and trust is the scent of death.
Um, Elvis. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Paul. I'm playing Elvis, the tech priest, who has no idea what a tech priest is, so he's actually a heretic or a heretic and uh, wants to do things and doesn't know if they're right or wrong and hates badgers. But no, he is a badger. But he has a skull on a stick that gives him all of his knowledge. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm I'm playing Gaius, who's a simple chef and definitely not an abomination against the Empire. No psychic powers here at all. Yes, he has no psychic powers. I think someone else is going now. I'm just going to go <laughs> off and do some washing up. Hi, I'm Biddy, and I play Dytus, uh, who is a wannabe, certainly not very good assassin. <laughs> <laughs> He's in training, <laughs> we'll say. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Thryn, a mutant covered with chitinous plates. Uh, Tom, I play uh, Higram Felseeker, a warrior outcast who missed the barbecue. <laughs> so it's miserable. There'll be another one, don't worry. Yeah, we've got like 20 corpses. I think we got rid of them, didn't we? Yeah, you left them. You left yeah, them. No wonder no, we, we fed them to the mould. Oh, we, we fed them. Yeah, we, we, we brought a couple down with us to feed to, to Jeremy the mould. Uh, who's changed names every time, like Jeff, Jeremy. There's He's a, a compound a, being. Just out mould. A little bit worrying, actually. He began crawling. <laughs> it makes me feel so proud. <laughs> I remember when he was yay high. When he was just a single mushroom. <laughs> you know, as a child, I genuinely had a pet mould. I used to keep it in a jar, and I'd feed it different kind of like bits of food and stuff, and marvel how he would change colour, depending on what food he gave him, because I didn't realise how mould and that was your only friend. <laughs> now we know why. Do you know, do you know, do you know what is the absolutely tragic thing about um, Fred? Your, your, your parents bought it to replace the dog they had to shoot. No, my mother My mother killed him because she read an article about the danger of mould spores. And while I was at school, took it outside and poured boiling water into it and binned it all. Oh, you hear it scream. I just, I just, came, I, I just came back to, to a room devoid of Fred. It feels like a red dwarf quote. It's <laughs> not. It, it was it was because of Lister's yeah. pet mould that I did this endeavour. Yeah. I, 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 I can't remember the name of the mould. What, in Red Dwarf? Yeah. yeah. Lister was your role model then. Yeah, that explains well, so much. Yeah. <laughs> I I personally have not heard what Hack looks like. You've never described your character, I don't think. Harlequin! I think, no. Harlequin. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah. Black and white checks at least, come on. No. He has a... Um, Gingham. From a very young age, he <laughs> was heavily mask. influenced. He was very heavily influenced Single by the fact tier. that he saw some video footage <laughs> of an Eldar. Didn't realise what you were seeing. Who were exclusively is... Paisley. No. So he has styled himself on that ever since. Uh, and he's um, tall, about six foot one, quite wiry, very good muscle definition though. Pale skin, white hair in fact, dyed white hair. Bleach blonde. No, 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 white. Not blonde. So, do you just, like, stick your head into a mushroom at some point with the particular chemical? Yeah, I just yeah. kind of, like, swirl my head around in a puddle somewhere. <laughs> that one looks a bit bubbly. That'll do. <laughs> GM notes down, head mutation. <laughs> Ear cancer. <laughs> but this is dark heresy, so cancer is good, yeah? All your hair falls out now. <laughs> you guys need to take the story on from here. You had a plan. You had a thing to do. I... Um, sat tinkering with these uh, eyes and things and I end up sort of like putting them away because I don't want to take them apart too much um, but I 
sort of start thinking to myself and I start sort of sort of rocking backwards and forwards a little bit. It's something I do when I'm I'm in sort of deep in contemplation and then I suddenly stop and I take buzzed the skull on his stick out of my, my sort of backpack and plant it before me and I kneel before him and I sort of um, make a, a sort of circle motion in front of me and then draw a line through the circle uh, vertically, which is my, my holy sigil. And then um, I say to him, O learned machine spirit, in the name of the emperor, this dim child enumerates Macronus. And then I sit there, absolutely silent, for at least ten minutes. And suddenly, just no prompting, I just open my eyes. I must use what has been given to us. The mechanical assassins. I must harvest parts from their bodies. Would someone wish to accompany me while I do this? in case more arrive. Thryn's going to stand up, grab one of the um, swords from the pile that we brought down from the assassins, and he's going to be like, I'd like a chance to test this. Sweet. Walk and talk. I think we need a plan. Gaius, you need a plan. I need an explosion. We probably should have brought them back down with us, actually. This was rather inconvenient. Oh, well. I'll go get my barbecue tongs. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay. I I reach into my uh, robes and there's like um, like a long stole kind of thing. Everything on me is black, but this white stole thing. So it's got this striped effect as you look at me. But I sort of turn them around. It's actually just like a big tool roll. So there's like spanners, things like that. And I just reach into the bottom of them and pull out some salad tongs and go, Gaius. <laughs> salad tongs? What are you? Neanderthal? <laughs> I'll be right with you. Of course, of course, yes. The right tool for the right job, yes. And I put them back. <laughs> If only we had some salad. <laughs> and the more important question is, what is salad? <laughs> I think it's a type of ferret, isn't it? Mm. Hang on. And I'm going to go up to like a mouse hole and try and coax out some salad. So Bust is I'm still holding the skull of Bust in front of me like a, like a talisman almost. And I sort of make this other this symbol again, this circle with the, the vertical line in front of me. And I go, hmm, indeed. Salad is heresy, Gaius. Leave that hole alone. As you're kind of walking down the corridor, you hear me shout, Is a badger a type of salad? Are we salad? <laughs> we are not salad. We are holy. I didn't hear you. I'm down the corridor. <laughs> Can I just borrow that microphone thing again? I look at look at the microphone. Look at the microphone. They look at the charge reading on it and just go. Mm. I want- no. Actually, no. I've got I've got a capacitor thing, haven't I? I can charge it. So I I I I, I reach into my packet for for the the loud hailer thing um, that that I took off him. Press it to um, sort of open my my coat and I press it to my chest where I've got this almost like tattoo silvery type tattoo thing, uh, and it charges it back up. I don't know what the mechanics are. I think that's just it. Just does it. Um, I sort of, yeah, I sort of, sort of falter in my step for a moment as it kind of drains me a little bit, and then I go, "Hmm, of course." And then I hide the remote control for the shocker. Go, of course, here, guys. I, I walk over. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still down the corridor. What did you say? <laughs> I, I, I walk over <laughs> as this. Yes. <laughs> as this exchange is happening, I, I walk over to you and I politely ask, "Can I, can I see that loud hailer for just a moment?" What? Hang on, I think I've got some salad. I, I just, I just hand it over you. Ah, thank you, thank you. Nice craftsmanship. Smash, 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 bang, stomp, 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 stomp. 
pick up the pieces that are generally kind of like holding together. Sorry about that. There you go. Something to work on. And go back to my corner. Just pat you on the back. Thanks. <laughs> Sound of running feet. I hope you don't mind. I found this spare loud hailer in the room. <laughs> I slap you in the face for having destroyed technology. <laughs> Is it working? <laughs> I destroyed the technology for the greater good. I slap you again. There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole load of these. <laughs> I just found a stash. <laughs> I slap you again. <laughs> Looking down at this, this shattered remains. <laughs> Can we move, time <laughs> we stay I, I, I kind of almost want to use my dodge skill to see if I can avoid this slide. I've not no, used no, it No PvP no at this particular point in time. Moving on. This carries on. I'm actually going to go hunting salad. I, I however, will... will um, uh, go in and um, scoop up the, like the circuit boards and things, and um, specifically retaining the taser element of this this thing. So we we have this rough plan as to what we're going to do. Do we have a rough plan as to what we're going to do at this point? We Good need plan. to create a distraction, or we go and attack the gloomhorns and explore what they're going up to. Bombs are very distracting, guys. I'm going for number two. I think we should go straight there and find out. I'm curious. With a bomb, yes. We, go we there could with, make with a, a bomb. bomb, yeah, definitely. But the bomb is important. The bomb is integral to the plan, yes. I don't, is that a type of salad? We've got the tongues, bro. <laughs> have you ever made a bomb before? Uh, I have made devices. Who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> oh, no, you're not there, yeah. I'm not there yet. Yeah, okay. Depends, you, you, could, you, you can, you can you arrive any time. You could always retcon it that he was actually in the underground chamber, possibly tidying up or whatever. No, I, I, I think, he, I think he should arrive and have a, like an introduction, I think. Well, I was going to say, we're going up into the actual cathedral thing anyway, so he could be stood in the middle like, the fuck happened? There what were... did you do? Yeah, so there's, <laughs> there's piles of, um, of uh, some, some like rubble and stuff on top of uh, a mechanical, mechanical-ish corpse, and then another corpse elsewhere, um, and, which is lots of mechanical stuff. And then there are lots and lots and lots of Gloomhaunt's like, gang members' bodies with holes in their head strung up in various levels of having been butchered. All the skulls have been crushed open. God damn it, you told me you'd given them to Jeremy. Look at the poor thing, he's starving. He's only 20 foot long. Poor Jeremy. <laughs> and I'm go over try and smoke, like, stroke it, and like this sort of mouth appears out of this kind of like mould. Ah, oh, good power. Good boy, I'll get you some food. In walks. He grows healthy again. <laughs> What's he look like? Uh, long... Black hair, uh, common scene for real life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a scar down my left cheek, and I currently am walking with a really bad limp. Oh, you just shot yourself. Cu- currently, no. as it currently as in only recently, or currently as in you've seen like, me before and you've never uh, limped. No, this is not like an affectation. You're not just like putting the pimp walk. Psychosomatic. No. I wish. I twisted my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> you think it makes you look cool? No, no. How are, you, sock. <laughs> how are you reacting to the, to the scene in front of you? Is this something they normally would do? or uh... Uh, Kind of look at you guys in a bit of a... What are they doing now? That's a good point. How do we know you? Currently, if, if I'm hitting Jeremy with, bar- with salad tongues. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tentacles and mouths are forming out of his. Hang on! Oh, hello! <laughs> I look over like I've seen Jeremy before, but he has developed. I look a bit angry about it. <laughs> I liked how he was before. 
<laughs> when he didn't have a, an anthropomorphic mouth. And his name was Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So how how is it we know you? We're not necessarily like lifelong friends and all that sort of stuff. We've we sort of come together like in the last few years, drawn mm-hmm. together. Yeah, yeah, out of necessity. Mm. So, so like, what do you do? How do you uh, make your How do you make your way in the hive? I uh, kill people um, for, for, for goods in return. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid that role is already fulfilled. Um, dirty deeds <laughs> done, dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you do have is like you've got some perception and stuff like that. So uh, it could be that you go out and find things and kill people and this stuff like that. But you know, in the in the sense of procure if, of yeah, 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 things, think the best find find the lost cat, kill the owner. Yeah, the, yeah. The, <laughs> very, exactly. Yeah, the, the best the best way to find something is follow someone who knows what they're after and then kill them when they find it. <laughs> so is that like Zen assassination? It's it's like, what's his name from um, a Belloc from Indiana Jones. Can I meta game? Can I ask what kind of class, uh, whatever that is, in Dark Heresy? He's a warrior. Background. Warrior. Yeah, warrior. warrior outcast. Oh, okay. And he's uh, he's set up for ballistics. Violence solves everything. Mm. So let's just say across your back, you've probably got this huge sort of archaic patch, Laszlock, don't you? Laszlock. Your gun. Oh, okay, cool. So you got a last pistol and a Laszlock. So you have got like a, a rifle which shoots one thing. One. Sh- Imagine like. 18th century, uh, you know, black powder blunderbuss, not, uh, black okay. powder, black powder musket, but, but Laz. So it's very archaic, single shot, very sort of both primitive and ultra advanced. Very cool concept. Probably not helping the limp as well then. Well, it's just strung across your back, but it's, it's a big ass rifle. Okay. So you just kind of stroll in and you're like, oh, I, this is oddly familiar. <laughs> Bodies, death, skulls, brains. That huge anthropomorphic fungi. Yeah, so I walk over to and I just see, just go, what are we working with? I can see that you're looking at these. I, I look up from the body, as, 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 and I'll make the rolls for the, t- the tech use and things, but like, as I'm sort of tinkering with the, the, the body that's out in the open, uh, the, the mechanoid body, uh, I look up and you can see this look of unbridled joy, like I'm five years old and I've been given like the best present ever kind of thing. And I just look up and go, I'm making a bomb. <laughs> like big anime <laughs> eyes. <laughs> well, we need to come to a decision. We're going to escape. Oh, we're leaving, by the way. So we're, we're going. We're going to find a way of bringing Jeremy, obviously. He's like a Pokemon. He used to be called Jeff and he's evolved into a Jeremy. <laughs> Who knows what he's going to be next? I need a Pokeball. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. We're gonna, we're gonna create. Evolve into a Rupert. A Rupert, the most powerful mole. <laughs> this is going nowhere fast. <laughs> we're, we're gonna. We've got a, we've got a plan. We have two plans. My plan is we just go and attack the Gloomons and have a big barbecue. The plan we've agreed on <laughs> is there's a team owned by a rather large lady who is on my notes, which I didn't bring today. Moma. Moma. Who we work for. <laughs> we're we're going to set up a war between Moma and the Gloomhorns. So we have a rather nice suit of armor, which apparently we're not allowed to keep. So we're going to give that to Moma. 
And when she parades about, and you know, one of her lieutenants does, we think the Gloomhorns are going to attack. And meanwhile, we are going to sneak out and maybe attack them a little bit as well. And there's going to be a bomb as well. A big bomb. We talked about drive-bys, but realised they didn't have anything to drive down there. <laughs> so it might be a run-by. We established we could give each other piggybacks. Piggyback by. We'll, yeah. be, we'll be trying to uh, hijack a, a caravan, so possibly we'll do a drive-by as we leave. Okay. There's always a chance oh, for a drive-by. Drive-by, drive it's a roll-by. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ride-by. Hmm. What, these bikes? Very, very <laughs> slow. Uh, Wagons. Grocks. Grocks? Huge triceratops, omnivorous triceratops. You must have them, they're a type of salad. Sorry, I need to ah, drop yes. this joke. <laughs> <laughs> Beasts of burden, huge, ugly, mean, ill-tempered, usually lobotomized if they're being used for pack animals. So you would drive them, as it were. So my theory is we split into two teams. I figure one team is going to try and break into the Gloomhorns and plant a bomb. Team two is going to deliver the the armor to the fat lady, Momo, and then cause some chaos when their Gloomhorns attack. We could probably do with getting some Gloomhorn bodies to take to Momo as well, because then they'll definitely attack. Friends just got a gesture. <laughs> did, did we leave any with the skin on? Crackling, <laughs> 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 you mean? There's probably one or two left in, in, in more or less intact. Yeah. Well, sans head. Yes. We, sh- we should bring some of the heretical devices with us as we've removed them all. Okay, what are you, you were... Uh, I'm tech using further. on the two uh, technically laced bodies to see if I can get like power sources and other things that I can repurpose into an explosive device. Okay. okay. So if you're bomb making, that leaves... So you're presumably going to be staying here working. So that leaves... Four of us. <laughs> well, this is for the, imme- the, the immediate cannibalization of the parts. Is ah. to say, like, I'll get this, this, and this. And then I'll probably want to retreat to the safety of our bolt hole for mm. uh, repurposing. So, who, which two are dropping off the armor? And which two are dropping off the world of hurt? I think I would like to set the bomb. But. I'm quite curious now what the gloom haunts are up to, so I'd quite like to know. But I, I don't mind. I'll go either way. Thrin, carry armor. As as a, you probably know, as a mutant, you'd probably be more welcome than anyone else. Mm. Gaius, you have a gift with people. Perhaps you would be better placed to approach Moma. Oh, the fat lady. Yes, I'll offer her some barbecue. <sighs> don't, Jeremy, um, give it back. Don't we call need a fat lady while we're there. <laughs> oh, why not? Because <laughs> you won't be leaving. <laughs> Just to, to met again for a moment, like who is pretty stealthy, who's built for stealth? Hi. Excellent. Um, yeah, I've got stealth. Okay, so. Alright. So maybe you want to suggest that you <laughs> go that ourselves up. Uh, who else is built for stealth? Yeah, I got plus 10. You got plus 10 in stealth? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, because I, I basically gave you two skills and that was it. You can shoot things and you can hide. So oh, I'm actually quite stealthy. Yeah. So if you want me to shoot anything and <laughs> and if you want me to stab anything and hide, <laughs> I need a better hiding place. I think it works better if you do it the other way around. You sneak up and then you stab people. Um, is it possible for us to go and kill some gloom haunts along the way to Moma's? Would that be because I think that would definitely make them attack Moma? 
don't think it you'd have to draw them. You you're, you're fairly close to the border with the Gloomhorns. Do you think Mama's, they'll be coming after you have us? A schematic. Does, they do tend to come after you because we've just killed their two guys. They're probably yeah. actually on there. They're probably on their way here now. Does does Mama's um, like? I know she has lots of different groups that kind of like work for her, but does she have like a particular group that falls under her banner and like wear a certain kind of clothing or something like that? There's there's sort of an inner circle who are all quite large, quite scary mutants, uh, headed up by her lover, whose name is Gurta. So the core, the core, the core of of Moma's gang are all mutants, but basically everyone, everyone not. Overrun and taken over by the Gloomhaunts has been sort of absorbed into Momas. So we don't even need to pretend to be part of her group. We just attack. You somebody. are part of her. Yeah, group. exactly. We're in yeah. her employ. So if we if we attack them, they're just wink. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they don't attack anymore. They attack Titus, but that's unusual. So they yeah. don't they don't come. They need a reason to come after them. So we need to put these bodies there. If we go after them, we're going to their territory. So that's so we've already got bodies. We've already got stuff to draw them wherever they're going to get drawn, I think is the idea. So we're going to take maybe some bodies, but mostly the tech, I think, is thereafter, and then just drop that off with the so, armour. Seeing as you <clears> two are super stealthy... I'm not really very stealthy. Oh, sorry. You two are super stealthy. Have yeah. you, should have scored, stealth. you should have scored Elvis to plant the bomb, as Elvis yeah. will should be the one. Should we do this in character? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, stuff, yeah. All right, so Thrin's just going to stand up, clear his throat, <clears throat> and he's going to say, Ditus and hug him. Um, you two, Scott, Elvis. You should give him a nickname. Yeah, because that's a really hard name. <laughs> Hug him. <laughs> Huggy. 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 Fantastic. Okay, so, so, okay. Dietus, Huggy. You two, Scott, Elvis. <laughs> I can't, can't even say it. <laughs> Somebody with in a 70s disco show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did it just get enough? Did this just. Uh, no, I'm just dropping that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not the bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that everyone freeze? <laughs> okay. Everyone stop. Get down. The bomb turned into a disco ball. <laughs> <laughs> That'd certainly create a distraction. It's a disco yeah. inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. See, this is why I tried to do out of character. <laughs> okay, Grimdark, people, Grimdark. We've been here for an hour and we have walked down a corridor. <laughs> yeah. One corridor. Yeah. Oh, and fed a mould. Yeah. And fed and fed a mould and chased the salad. salad. Okay. Alright. I'm going to go and see if they're coming. That, uh, no, don't. Um, Thrin's going to stand up, clear his throat, and he's just going to say, Ditus, Huggy, you're going to escort Elvis. He's going to plant the bomb. He's going to set it off. You two are responsible for getting him there safely, quietly, and getting him back alive. We need you all. Gaius, you're going to come with me. We're going to take the armour. We're going to take some of this tech and a couple of these gloomhorn bodies to MoMA. We need to get her involved, and we need to do it fast. Okay, let's go. <sighs> We're going now. Barbecue's off. <laughs> um, so there, there'll, there'll be a short recess while I cannibalise these things for parts, and, and they go and get and while we... Sorry, barbecue's back on. <laughs> and while we convince Titus to let us take his armour. 
Because at the moment he's still it. wearing it. And no one knows what a barbecue he's, he's is. Fairly, <laughs> yeah, fairly ill. I've so. been to many of our barbecues. Anyway, crunch time. Elvis, mm-hmm. roll for tech use. Tech use, and you're looking for. I am looking power for power sources and things that I can repurpose to make it go boom. Repurpose to make it go boom. And okay. um, I suppose as a side thing, things that would ignite other things. If I find things that are worth igniting when I, when we're on the way. Okay. So we're looking for sparky things and like like flame ignite rather than necessarily detonators. Um, so I don't, I don't think they'd be made of detonators. No. That would be awesome though. <laughs> Explosive armor. Uh, so I'm looking for a. I'm looking for a 65 or less with this. Can someone assist? Someone got tech use. No. Would this be uh, forbidden law architect? No, just be a tech use. Yeah, I'm but you would still get the, the, the bonus from the Archaeotech. The bonus from the Archaeotech. So I've got a plus 10 to tech use, and I've got Archaeotech at known. So I'm looking for a 65 or less. Oh, <gasps> 68, fake point. Spending a fake point. You can add 10 with a fake point. Oh uh, Yeah, I will add 10 with a fake point. Yeah, I'm not going to tempt that one. Uh, you find uh, one power source, one that was crushed by... Uh, Gaius in his very, uh, Errol Flynn-esque counterbalanced weight upping and down. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's destroyed and been drained and there's acid and everything all over the place. But the, the power source of the second one is still, in, is intact and you managed to extract it. Um, with only two degrees of success, you, actually it's only one degree, with only one degree of success, you have a rough idea of how to sort of overload it. It would be two degrees of success. Because so I opted it by 10, and so the 10s column would come down. Yes, okay. so, two so with two degrees of success, you, you have a pretty good idea of how to overload it. You realize that you need to deliver um, extra charge to it to force it to, to, to overheat. And you sort of, it's not going to be a huge bomb, but it's a decent little, decent little bomb. The, as you continue to dismantle these sort of mechanoid assassins, you figure out that there's, there's, there's next to no flesh in it. There's just a little bit of brain matter mm, left fantastic. in once was the skull. Aren't you glad I smashed up that megaphone? Because now you have a ready-made taser piece just ready to be used. Uh, so yes, I have a ready-made taser. But it occurs to me that um, placement will be key in the efficacy of this device. Uh, as you dissemble it, you also notice that the markings are subtly wrong. The Mechanicus symbols are somehow inverted and uh, feature stars and various things. Can I make a law roll <clears throat> while I do this? Um, uh, I have Adeptus Mechanicus common law, but I also have this um, quest for knowledge thing. Um, so I, I could actually just spend a fate point and succeed at a law roll to figure out what that is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and my intelligence uh, bonus is my degrees of success. Which okay. is five. Five degrees of success, yeah. right? You very clearly know that this is heretical technology. These are chaos-tainted devices. I, from over my shoulder, I hear burst the skull hissing at it. I know it is wrong <laughs> in some way. <laughs> yeah. So so the cogwheel of, of the Mechanicus, the perfect symmetry, is 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 warped. It's wrong. There's an extra little There's an tooth extra, on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to try and build the explosive? No, are you going to move? Or? I scratch out that tooth. <laughs> uh, well, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, 
well, we need to get the armor. So I'm just cannibalizing these guys. I'm thinking out, out in the open is unsafe. So the idea was go up, get the stuff, um, and then part up. ways. So like we'll go back and, uh, or you guys go back and get the armor, um, and then be off with all the stuff. And then we will make the bomb and then head out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let Titus know what we're doing. Do you want Introduce to role play Titus. that? Uh, role play interacting with Titus. So you all sort of tramp back down through little hidey hole. Okay. So um, Thryn's going to just walk over and crouch in front of Titus, you know, obviously sort of like rock, uh, sitting on his heels kind of thing. And he's just going to say, we believe we have a plan. We're going to create a couple of distractions to try and draw the gloom haunts away from um, the exit. But for this to work, we need your armour. They know what you look like, and they expect to see that. And you're going to point and gesture at the armour. We need you to take it off so that we can take it somewhere else and uh, use a decoy. Uh, I'll also be needing intelligence of the, of the Gloomparts headquarters. Uh, is there anything, any part of your plan that would facilitate that? I mean, I need... I, I came here to accomplish something. The Gloomhaunt's headquarters will soon be a pile of ash. That's a bold claim. (laughs) I I believe very strongly in my devices. (laughs) Elvis is being escorted by our two stealthiest members to um, plant a bomb as a distraction. At this moment, I'm going to fall over and hit like a whole pile of like saucepans and stuff, which like crash. (laughs) (laughs) Gaius is a clumsy bastard. He's not not him. Yes, he's not (laughs) coming with us. Well, that's uh, oh, I'm a beggar there. <laughs> yeah. shit. Um, Elvis will be just Elvis will plant a bomb <laughs> to create a distraction. Um, he will bring back what intelligence he can. What uh, do you need? Still don't see how my armor plays into this. Your armor will be creating a decoy. If we take you out of here wearing that armor and anyone spots it, the gloom haunts know that you are wearing it and they will come after us. Well. <sighs> Needs must. Uh, Much as I regret leaving such a wonderful piece of tech in such a place. He sort of reaches under his his chest plate and disconnects um, a little power supply and pulls it out. And sort of all the wires and attachments come off. And you see it's, you know, little sparks come off it. And then, you know, now you can help me out of it. Fine. <laughs> I would very much do that. Like, I would probably, like, just, if anyone else is trying to help, I just, like, slap their hands away. Like, no, I'm, I'm in this. I'm in this. Um, and I gently, also, gently, I've been shot and stabbed in the past couple of days. And I look at the power source and say, How powerful is that? In megatons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no tech priest. Gives you a damn good shock. I will repurpose this. If you have anything else in your arsenal that would aid us, now is the time. I've pretty much spent my load. I'm out of grenades, out of shot grenades, out of smoke grenades. All I've got is a couple of charges from my last pistol and my sword. So I'm going to help him out this stuff. Okay. He's out of the armor. He's still quite badly wind. He's still quite badly wounded, but, you know, sort of walking wounded at this moment. Convalescent. He's wondering why I'm still cupping his testicles at this point. <laughs> well, unless they're electronic, there's no reason for you to. <laughs> um, you have to. That's not what set of tongues are for! Yes. Um, Redundancy just... in the system <laughs> <laughs> does not compute. Pass him some, give him some like local rags to wear, disguise him, 
hood, etc. Um, and Gaius and I will just gather up the armor, wrap it in like a sack or whatever. It's got quite a flamboyant sort of hat on top. Of we we live on the leavings of the leavings of people who live off leavings. So this is probably like the local rags probably aren't like dark you know, grimdark hoods and things. They're probably, like, very heavily emblazoned with seasons-old, um, like, trademarks and things like that, you know. Yep. Like, like random words in languages that people don't understand. It just, it actually just says, like, foot on there with a big exclamation mark and no one knows what it, what it, what it says. Yeah, or what it was supposed to say, yeah. Lots of pink and yellow. Yeah. Drink Emperor Cola. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, wrapping all, wrapping the armour up in, um, in rags. Okay, like the LA be missing, so it just says drink Emperor C- <laughs> Emperor <Yeah>. Co. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. Wrapping wrapping everything up in uh in sacking, rags, whatever. Um grabbing a couple of corpses and stuff to drag with us, etc. And They're a bit lighter now. Yeah, and we're gonna set off. Is there any particular way you're going to sort of Show off the fact that you're you're carting these corpses, or are you sneaking, or maybe I'm on the boat. We got a cart or something, then. Do you say uh, we can always borrow one, like a hand cart borrow. would be. Mm. Yeah. So if you pull the cart, I'll stand on the back with the microphone. Bring out your dad. <laughs> Clang. <laughs> Don't tempt Don't. me to institute the one d six. Getting bad. Yeah, so just just yeah, pilot pilot on a cart. Elvis, we're on our way to Moma's now. We've got the body with the amazing. Ow! <laughs> Think this one's faulty too. Anyway, we've got the body with the arc. Ow! <laughs> you really need to work on your your. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the one with the taser that's just all psychosomatic <laughs> yeah my uh, learned response <laughs> Pavlov's dog anyway the barbecue will be on when we get back we're going to Momo's and then I do like a really obvious wink across it I love how you're like the the, the, the face the high charisma <laughs> sneaky bastard of the group what do you think we're, this is like the worst place on earth this is like I don't know yeah. like Detroit or something and this character's <laughs> still alive urban jungle offering barbecues and <laughs> generally being quite incompetent but yet everyone seems to be terrified of him yeah. Probably the last person who made fun of him got burned alive and added to the barbecue. <laughs> Without <laughs> even using the barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't know what you're talking about. Okay, uh, who wants to do what? Do you guys want to deal with Momo yeah, first? Do you guys want to start? Yeah, I'm going to... Or do, like, yeah, well, that's kind of a good scene. So we've gone off to Momo, so you can go and do your bit and then join us You know, when we yeah. arrive or when we get attacked. Oh, we could get attacked on the way. That'd be wicked. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm fashioning the bomb while this is going on, uh, using that other power source as well. See so if I can up the. Up the uh, so either make another one, or I can sort of up the uh, the ante on the the one we've got. Okay. So uh, with two power sources, I think we can probably like at least use one to overload the other, and it'll all go. But another tech use, or am I? He rolls a hundred. Can it blow up? Uh, <laughs> give me a tech use to to figure out how it's all going to work, and then when it comes time to detonate it, I'm going to require a skill challenge. So it'll be a sequence of. To see if you can actually time it to explode when you, when you, whether you can get it to go off, whether you can get it to go off when you want, whether you got it to go off at its maximum. I'm potency. perfectly willing to sacrifice any of my teammates to make this happen. <laughs> 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 well, no, no. 
So yeah, it'll be it'll be one tech use now, and then I'll I'll, I'll make a note of that, and that'll be the beginning of a skill check. Okay, uh, so that will continue <clears throat> later on. Tech use uh, is a fifty-three on a fifty-five, one degree of success. So we're down the road, and we don't hear an explosion. Oh, Sixty-five, two degrees of success. Okay, you've got a pretty good idea that you know you're going to use the, the 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 power source from the armor to amp up the 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 taser element from your. Uh, loud from the loud hailer. From, from, from the, the trap, <laughs> yeah, the, the booby trap loud hailer to, to deliver a massive, you know, charge across the, 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 the panels, uh, of this battery pack. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be, you know, pretty good little, pretty good little explosion. These things were designed to run almost forever off these power packs. It's not your average servitor sort of power supply of which you have come off. Life. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is a process of like, um, so sort of tinkering a little bit, looking up at the skull, going, hmm, and switching tools, and hmm, yes, hmm. Like, How powerful <clears throat> is this body pack? Lick, lick. <laughs> <laughs> Quite powerful. <laughs> the machine spirit has spoken to me. It sort of shocks me, and I sort of come back to it, put it on the ground, and I sort of take my, my little bottle of sacred unguents and I just spray it, and I go, hmm? And then tap it with my hand. It doesn't shock me. Ah. Making our way through through the slums to Momas. So, f- for example, from how from where we are to Momas, average travel time. About 23. So it's not that far. Okay, cool. Yeah, so... I hope um, the battery lasts. We're on our way to Momas! <laughs> <laughs> Standing on the big pile of bodies, like, as high as I can. <laughs> the only thing you really notice as you go along is, is you do hear sort of the odd... Obviously... This is gangland. There's the odd crackle of, of last fire and guns and things. It's a bit of an uptick in, in what normal, sort of the normal din and occasional gunfire that you're used to. I, I rode 41 out of 25 of perception. I don't see anything! <laughs> um, I'm get a whip out now. Faster, Thrim! Faster! <laughs> and just let go of the handles. <laughs> <laughs> like a catapult just sidestep neatly out of the way to avoid surprise fair enough I think they're different skill trees yeah anyway. okay yeah mm. um, anyway okay as you approach uh, Momas Fortress you do see the just, just to you this is just a massive megalithic construction it's not actually that big it's about the size of a warehouse in real life. one of the forts in water Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. It's 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 got uh, trenches and spikes and sort of all bits, all kinds of bits of of rusted scrap metal sticking out at various points, and you see guards um, patrolling on the battlements, heavily mutated. I mean, some of these guys have huge long arms with pincers. They have multiple eyes, uh, scaly skin like you have, forked tongues, various different things like that. Cool. Um... So we're just going to walk up. You're fairly well known. You have been here before. You report occasionally, so. Yeah. Mush, Thrim! Mush! We're nearly there! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Again, let go of handles. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going get, to get to the gates and just shout up, we're here to see MoMA. Okay. Let us in. <laughs> we're here to see MoMA! <laughs> <laughs> the gates just kind of open before you and... This huge, I mean, she's large to you, about seven foot tall, extremely overly muscular, just with 
you, know, you can't quite tell where her chest is because the muscles just bulge everywhere and at odd angles. Um, huh? We won't give it to her. We give it to her, Lieutenant. <laughs> Wink. Well, then you notice this is you know you know this is Gurta, um, Moma's first lieutenant, mm-hmm. and probably Shag Buddy. <laughs> as distasteful as that thought may be, this armor is not going to fit her. Mm-hmm. I think a hot dog in a hallway. We have. What do you two want? Um. Well, <laughs> first of all. We just want to let you know we might be having a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, the reason why is we we may have got you a gift. We were attacked by a strange fellow. Um, he wore this armor. He was fleeing the gloom haunt. So we dealt with them, hence the barbecue, and we we have a gift for you, oh wise and beautiful Moma. Wink. See, I didn't call her fat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say, you are still speaking with the lion. Right? I didn't call her fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be kind of, but it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Just, he likes using it a bit it's too much. Good, uh, is she 84 on my fellowship roll. You definitely still use okay, it. <laughs> well, she fails her perception, so she didn't hear you. <laughs> Finally, you, you useless... Norms bring some worthy tribute. Badger! So if... <laughs> what the fuck is a badger? I, I, don't, I, I don't want to know. <laughs> she sort of turns around and stops. Mom, I'll see you. Just hold the hold car in. The sort of the doors to the, to the to the to the keep, which are obviously corrugated steel and barbed wire, open up, and you just see this huge corpusculent mass of, of flesh that is Moma sitting with a with a with a long water pipe and you smell the the sweet, sickly uh, aroma of, of obscure use in the room. Now give me a just give me a straight one hundred roll. Thirty higher, hmm? higher low. Uh, 37. Yeah. Okay, thirty seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Thirty seven, I'll say it was low. She almost looks immobile due to her girth, but you've actually seen her in action. You saw her lose her temper. Well, (laughs) once, and she just, she moves with unnatural quickness and is extremely strong and has quite a short temper, so. So, Thrin's just gonna go, hi mom! (laughs) (laughs) So, just gonna obviously do the whole flattery thing. It's like, uh, oh great mama, um, Recently, you need to sell it more. Sound serious. <laughs> do you want to do this? Oh, great! <laughs> Not really, actually. <laughs> so, do you want to give me a fellowship roll and do one okay. assist? Yes. This this is engineered quite nicely because if I was there, this is the point I'd start trying to woo her. Uh, <laughs> as as promised. Yeah. Well, um, Thrin is a mutant as well. He can work the angle. You know, he's yeah. not a norm. Yeah. Hence the mom. Um, Thirty-five and my. Fellowship is 35, so... So, just a success. So she's um, not... If he's helping, does that give me... No, I give you an extra 10, don't I? So, three degrees, two degrees of success. Yeah. Um, she's moderately pleased to see you. She's always liked you the best out of this group. Um, you know, obviously, you're a mutant. She's she's a bit of a racist. <laughs> Never would have guessed. Um, yeah, okay, so I was just going to say... Um, oh, great MoMA... Um, as you know, we're not are, um, selling it. Sound serious? Shut up. Smile. Uh, and, okay. Silence, <laughs> Gaius. 
You insufferable little twit! (laughs) 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 Just some feedback noises. (laughs) Cheers, I've lost it now. Oh, do carry on, Thrin. Such a pretty little boy with that lovely skin. (laughs) That wasn't supposed to rhyme. Uh, Right. Oh, great moment. I didn't realise it rhymed until I said You've just literally in character said, oh, great moment, like four times. I know, that's my point. (laughs) And everyone keeps fucking interrupting. (laughs) It's like, look, I've got this script. I'm going to fucking say it. (laughs) The reason I keep going back to start is because I've been put off and I can't remember where I was supposed to carry on from, so I'm starting to to try and retract. It's just not working. (laughs) Right, okay, we're on the border. These guys. I'm going to open the cart and it just goes clang, 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 and everything pours out. These guys invaded, we beat them. This is for you. And I'm just going to backhand Gaius. <laughs> I'm going to duck. No, I don't. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Stumble back. I'm glad to see you're keeping your, your group in, 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 in check. You've got to keep these norms down. <laughs> Are you calling them? I mean, yes, keep those norms down. Yeah, so, um, so Thrin's just going to say, um, the gloom haunts were chasing... A stranger, um, he didn't survive, but he was wearing this um, extremely impressive armour, which we thought you might like to uh, keep as a tribute. Gorta, uh, go have a look at this. This Bring, bring me this armour. Trundles forward with a couple of sort of smaller um, of, 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 of the bodyguards and picks it up and takes it to MoMA. Uh, thoroughly impressed. Why? Oh. This is truly remarkable. I'm a bit on the small side for myself, of course. Gorta, could you could you wear this? Sort of starts to clamber it on. It's very amusing because she sort of doesn't really, obviously, doesn't know how it's supposed to work. She just sort of starts attaching plates randomly to. So she's got one on each breast and sort I of think a that's shoulder pad. Piece. Sort of shakes <laughs> up. <laughs> that's the card pieces on her nose. <laughs> oh, that's the right place. Good, well done. What's the helmet sort about? of sort of sits askew on her head, but she's obviously very impressed with it and, and does enjoy it. But not a very good likeness. Yeah, oh, it was a hat, wasn't it? It's hat. Yeah, helmet. Uh, and Moma sort of takes a moment and pauses to think, but just obviously just whatever you know, whatever thought was coming through her head just passes. As she sees the corpses, why, why? Why have you brought me these 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 bodies? I I love a dead gloom haunt as much as as much as the next girl, but well, these these chaps are a bit special. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Speak up! <laughs> these guys are a bit special, Moma. <laughs> Didn't call her fat, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Eighty-four or finish. Another perception test. Oh, shut up! Anyway, they were quite deadly assassins. It seems the gloom haunts are evolving or uh, otherwise changing themselves. This one, for example, is mostly mechanical. No, 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 the mechanical guys did not go. It's just just the gloom horns. Oh, I thought we brought the mechanical. Yeah, guys, definitely not. I was um, cannibalizing those people. You, you, only, you could only cannibalize one, the one that wasn't melted. The other one. Yeah, was I, I would not let you be taking those away. Absolutely not. It was just it was just the guys. 
just the, the can we roll just say that we took him anyway <laughs> you were distracted <laughs> you were taking the battery out of one guy yeah I suppose I, I rolled an 86 I think you probably noticed it uh, not necessarily because we were both picking up bodies so your dice hate me take them back <laughs> <laughs> I have actually rolled four in a row over eight <laughs> so you've just got the, the, the regular gloom so we just got the regular some gloom the, some of the ex- extracts from the skull yeah, so, so. but unfortunately we weren't allowed to bring the good guys we brought you these which now that I come to think of it, it probably wasn't a good idea. Like I'm like a meter away now. Microphone. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's your security blanket now, isn't it? Give me an intelligence check. Eighty. Five. <laughs> you think you should get closer? <laughs> she Start really, climbing she really likes you. <laughs> I'm just going to climb up here. A bit low down. I'm going to see if I can pull the cart over. <laughs> it's too heavy. Um, so Thrin's just going to say, we thought maybe you would be able to uh, make use of the technology that we withdrew from these gloom haunts. Um, do as you will with the bodies. They've not disturbed us for a couple of hours at least. Um, we still have plenty back at our destination though, so, um, it's most likely they're not going to make their way here. Wink. Wink. <laughs> As you say, say wink. As you say that, <laughs> you see some sort of, you sort of see, see a, see a glimmer of, 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 of thought and, and a shrewdness come across your face. What are you guys gonna do? We'll be going now! <laughs> yep. Okay, give me a fellowship check, both of you. Let's stick with the bad guys. As you try to... Oh, oh yeah. As you try 35. to... 35. Sort of, 35, so it's a pass. One degree of success. So as you sort of try to bow out quickly before anything twigs. You can keep the cart. I'm going to have a game. <laughs> oh, great and powerful moment. I hope our gifts have been enough. Why is she barbecue soon? Why is she the Wizard of Oz now? (laughs) (laughs) Flattery. Wizard of Oz with four bosoms. Dark Heresy 2nd Edition is copyright Fantasy Flight Games. The intro music was The Color of Trust by The Chamber Bots. If you want to get in touch with us, find me on Twitter. It's at SwordNutRadio. Or get in touch by email, swordnutradio at gmail.com. And you know what? Drop us a review on iTunes or say something nice to the players on Twitter or something. Uh, find us, find our Facebook page and say nice things. And, or say not nice things. Do you know what? Fuck it. Interacting with the listeners, interacting with other podcasts and, and the wider gaming community is, is what keeps us as podcasters interested in producing this show. So thank you all you lovely people who get in touch and say things. Or who produce awesome things of your own. There's some feedback and some chat after the beep. So, thanks for listening. Bye. Right, okay, this is the feedback section. Uh, so, say hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. We. This is probably going to be well out of time, and I'm going to try and slot this in before the next release of Dark Heresy, so it's all a bit odd. So, uh, people yeah. who are hearing this have heard the second episode of Dark Heresy, where I believe we've begun to formulate the plan mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> such as it is before being attacked in our uh, spent temp- lots of time talking about salad and, uh, no no barbecue, no, no, barbecue at that point barbecue? I don't think salad had actually salad, salad, salad is yet to come episode. people salad is in the episode they're going to listen to oh, come on Dave spoilers yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs>
It's advertising. <laughs> to be fair, I think it's like within the first 10 minutes, but yeah. <laughs> and forever again. Um, we, we've got two hashtags now uh, that people are using. And the first is um, snark heresy and the second is dork heresy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know which one I like better. <laughs> sure, I get snark heresy. I get dork heresy. <laughs> well, it's a dark heresy, snark heresy, because obviously with all the sarcasm and jokes and shit. That part I get. Oh. It's the dork heresy, because we're all dorks. Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> If you play Dark Heresy, you're you a dark. Dark. Yeah, it's kind of- <laughs> uh, So, uh, we've got... Uh, yeah, feel free to like make noise and be relaxed with these, because this is not like um, a proper session. So, yes, because uh, we're, we're so sound disciplined. Yeah, very yeah. professional. I, sessions. I should be more of a noise Nazi. That's, that's the lesson I'm getting. Um, so, Sam Witcher said, if you need a, a new actual play podcast, check out Soulnet Radio. Uh, they're fast becoming one of my favourite pods. In particular, I'm digging the Dark Heresy series because the group's serious enough about the setting while still being funny and keeping the jokes in character rather than um, making the system or the setting the butt of the jokes. Which I think we 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 still do like throughout what we've played in the in the future future people. Um, yeah. It's laid in character. There's just enough in yeah. the world to I, completely. I, I, I think nuts. it's 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 a really good movement in our role playing. I, I really like that trend. Is yeah. that if you're going to make jokes and things and all that sort of stuff, you don't have to stop and be out of character and say, "Ooh, that's funny." It can be in character. You just have to deal with it, mm. and it it is funny. Like the um, like the stuff about um, in your. Um, uh, heist game, which will be published in about oh. Forever. From this one, it'll probably be about, like, three months, four soon, months. Soon, TM. Yes. Uh, or maybe I'll stick it between series, depending on when we get to record the, the finale. But, like... Ha! The finale. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I had allocated 30 minutes for the planning, and at the end of what was probably a good two hours and something, we were only just getting the fucking getaway car. Yeah. But there's just this awesome uh, session, uh, awesome like back, back and forth between an NPC that no one had thought of <laughs> because we came up with it on the fly and I said, can I just take it? And, I, and it was it's set in America and we're all doing really bad American accents. You'd love it. Oh, but, oh yeah, it's horrendous. It's like, it's it's a sinecure for all, all the times that um, people in fantasy role-playing games do really bad English accents. If they're allowed, we're allowed. I was going to say, the BBC paid us back for every bad British accent we could ever do a long time ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we just had this massive thing between me and Biddy as the guy on the end of the phone that one of the players was actually trying to talk to and the other person in his um, place of business. And they're having this argument sort of on and off the phone, just like... <laughs> it, for a good 20 minutes. Genuinely, one of my... Out of all the gaming I've done so far, uh, probably one of my favourites. Certainly, yeah. certainly of table topping, and completely derailed. I'm yeah. like, I want you to do that to me when I'm DMing. That's mm. what I, that's what I want. I want that. Like, if it comes to the point where, like, oh my god, no, right, we've got to get the plot moving on, or you've got a funny idea, go with the funny idea. Uh, so I, I like that, and I like I like how our role playing is going in 40k as well. Um, I think Joe's a big sort of steer on that because he's just always in character. Mm. Um, but he's he's in Mexico right now, so fuck him. Uh, I don't know. He had to do the whole flight with the baby. He might need our best wishes. <laughs> it's not him. It's, fourth, it's the other two hundred people on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Nerd Billy Deluxe, uh, who also goes by GM Corey J, uh, says 
He's very excited, um, and I love it so far. Uh, I'm a 40k junkie, and you guys are killing it. It's so damn good. Which is very nice. It is indeed. Uh, yeah, so we got a review on iTunes from uh, Taylor at the Riverhouse Games. Um, if you haven't heard Riverhouse Games podcast, it's awesome. Go check it out. Um, but said, uh, it's a five star review. So thank you. Uh, I'm so far behind on this show, but I'm scrambling to catch up. I love their Inspectors episodes and the first half of the Mist in the Mirror run. Sad to hear that that, that one's unfinished. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he, he did get very, very excited about it when I was talking. I did talk to him and he's, he's getting very excited about it. I said, yeah, we never, we never did the second half of that because <laughs> we did it on Skype. Um, and it just, it, it's never come back again. It's like, it's too late now. I might run it again someday, but. Um, we'll see. It's more, it's like, it, it's, it's one or two players is the thing. Um, sad to say that one's unfinished, but I'm on board for all future episodes. Uh, Paul's a great host. <laughs> 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 Fuck you all. For the benefit of the audio, Paul is, uh, dancing in his chair and giving everyone the bird. Yeah. So, well, to be fair, he's only up to like episode 10, so I'm like. <laughs> yeah, if he's if he's only up to mist in the mirror, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> if he's only up to uh, the mist in the mirror, <laughs> the uh, yeah, that's great for radio Dave. <laughs> <laughs> We're all coming up with interesting ways to flip him the bird. Uh, if he's only up to episode ten, he's not up to the point where anyone else is is DM'd. So um, he doesn't know how bad you all are, and uh, and it's a great host of players. Yeah, nah. doing a bunch of cool games. Let's go check it out. Thank you, Taylor. Um, we're laughing with you, not at you. <laughs> uh, Champions RPG. Champions is a new um, uh, crew that's just started doing their podcast, and they are doing what we did, which is just they're in the middle of an arc. They've just started recording their games to figure out how it works, and they're publishing it and stuff, and you know. Uh, trying to get some feedback on it. So uh, go talk to them, give them um, some feedback and let them know um, sort of what's good and what's bad in their stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm giving them a lot of technical advice on sort of editing and things. Um, Invest in Adobe. Adobe? My, Adobe Audio. My God, the noise cancellation is epically good. I mean, we just started using it, and it gets rid of all of your clicks intelligently, all background noise, all hum. I mean, I mean Joe sort of downloaded the free trial and was just like, just for that, mm. it's worth it. Uh, they've said, um, a really good newbie podcasting device from Sordnet Radio, Redacted Files, and... Um, one Shot Podcast, which was the episode that came out before last, which uh, was our How to Make the Podcast Sausage. Mm-hmm. Um, Oracle Podcast said, awesome show about making podcast sausage. Highly recommended to anyone interested in starting a podcast. So, thank you. Um, Dice Shamers also said, a really good episode on podcasting. I like that these are other podcasts saying this. Um, Jacob Dillon uh, said uh, I enjoyed the episode you did on starting a podcast on Sword Radio which is uh, sort of aimed at one shot um, things but lots of good stuff there and people said um, there's another podcaster Pranks who does the um, Never Tell Me the Pods uh, podcast which is a, a Star Wars 
chat kind of thing and it's really really good you would yeah, fucking love it oh, I, I, you know I, there were so many good Star Wars things out there but again I'm in this cycle of I want to listen to it all but at the same time I want to avoid spoilers these so, these are um, it's not spoilerific stuff they talk about stuff from the EU uh, and okay. so legends and stuff from canon and things like that and it's all just like it's just splurging of passion Oh, okay, um, cool. It's, it, and they're, they're, they're very entertaining about it as well, because it's the same as it's the same people who are in a campaign podcast. Um, so, uh, Pranks, who said, um, I learned so much. Thanks for, for doing that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And then Battle Bards got on top of that and said, that's uh, a really uh, absolutely amazing episode. Favorited. Well done, guys. Which is good. I thought, like, two people would listen to that, but apparently people like it. So. So essentially, what all this boils down to is people don't hate us yet. <laughs> yet, yeah. um, we have not yet had hate. Okay, um, I'm trying. Damn, we're not working hard enough. Yeah, we we need to start. Um... Where are the trolls? Seriously, fuck you, Wyoming. You should be listening and hating us. <laughs> Maybe one of us should pretend to be a woman, and then we'll get hate. That does seem to be how you get hate on the internet. Yeah, really? do we want to do what yeah. everyone else is doing? Internet is a different place for women entirely. Nah. Women. Oh, that oh, kind of not 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 me do my horrible voice. Not pretend to be a woman in no, character. Pe- people like Just that. Just be a thing. female. Yeah. <laughs> Especially be female, especially if you wear costumes. Mm. Um, yeah, it's 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 a bad place out there. Like, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I get I, that. I retweeted. It's just man babies. Um, I know, but it's like nerd geeks are uh, nerd babes are already like the gold dust of our world. They're just so rare. Hmm. Why are we driving them away? We should be because worshiping um, them. Right? Th- there's there's this Pink odd unicorns. drive. It's the, the it's the us and them drive to say um, if I can't get it, it must be bad, so that I shouldn't want it as much. Because if you um, if you're a, a socially maladjusted person, mm-hmm. you're never going to get a woman like that. You know, e- even like the most mm. geeky, the basically you know, just scared of women, women out there. Yeah, if you're that that maladjusted man, babies, like no one is going to come near you with a ten foot fucking pole. So the sad and the bitter and lonely, and they will remain so exactly. And so um, you have to kind of support your own psyche in that, and people will go to very very great lengths to believe that they are good people and that they are worthwhile people rather than say no it's actually me that's wrong and I need to do something about that no. um, in showers extreme- gentlemen yeah. showers that's the thing it's the anonymity <laughs> of the internet you don't dentistry you never no one, you never really actually have to be eating healthily with the reality no more of what you're doing or saying yeah. and therefore you know, you're not yeah. accountable with, within I reason <laughs> I can't say anything because the other night I went home and I was fully intending to go for a run and instead I ate a full bag of beef monster munch and half a tub of ice cream <laughs> 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 just sat on the sofa playing oblivion like I hate myself it's <laughs> so good it was. Uh, it didn't encourage me to get off my ass at all. But uh, in in addition to the maladjusted teenagers and well older older people, um, there are also two groups which is it's fucked up. But there's two groups. There's there's one that is the troll group who like that's their hobby is trolling people, um, and so they all create multiple accounts so they can go and make it seem like more people are ganging up on you. Hmm. Um, and and do they think it's a joke? 
Really? Or, or, or... No, they're actually serious about it. It's, it's, the, the, there's someone who is willing to log into multiple accounts repeatedly. The holy grail is to get people to commit suicide. Like there, there are forums dedicated to bragging about it and figuring out how to do it because best. they have because they have no understanding Jesus. that if they take ten minutes to look at how sad and pathetic their lives are, that they have yeah. to do this. There are deep, dark parts of 4chan where people talk about people that they are driving to suicide. Jesus and God. how to do it well and how to do it so that you cover yourself legally and all that sort of stuff yeah there's there's something my friend used uh, to do the internet yeah mm-hmm. something something my friend used to do and this is the only time which I've ever heard of anything that's actually made me chuckle besides the human race he, he'd make a comment on a post uh, and he'd refer to something above his post he'd, and obviously it'd be a trollish kind of comment and then he'd wait for a couple of the you know the replies to come in for it, and then he'd delete his comment. So all those replies would look like they were referring to people <laughs> his. And but the, the really crazy thing about it was that people would just jump in, and despite the fact there'd be nothing wrong with that comment above his, mm. people would just join in with the trolling of of that because everyone else has started doing it. It was it was this weird kind of like chain reaction thing, yeah. and then you just end up with the, the the person doing that comment coming back and just going. I don't get why everyone's upset with me. What have I done? <laughs> oh. Just completely because because they've done nothing wrong. And just, yeah. In essence, what what the GamerGate crew of nothing gets us hate. Come on, yeah. This is what the GamerGate people come in and do. Like it has nothing to do with that particular issue, whatever. And they'll just come in on it and hashtag it, and then people will jump on it, whatever. And like you look back through it, and there's nothing connecting that at all. Nothing going on. Mm-hmm. No, but they've hijacked it. Mm-hmm. So they get, they get they get that cheap little dirty thrill, basically turning people against each it's other. It's a sense of power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Gee, I, I never liked forums before because I think they're boring. Yeah. Now I really are boring and sad. It's yeah. it's it's the bottom it's, half of the internet. You just avoid the bottom half of the internet and you're fine. Except the bottom half of the internet comes after you if you have no Y chromosomes, apparently, mm-hmm. or if you look like you have no Y chromosomes. I have seriously considered. I still might do this. Um, set myself up a uh, Twitter account as a female just like get someone's agreement that I can use some photos you like someone I know and just like do that I'm not going to use my missus <laughs> no way Shave, get a wig you know <laughs> let, let her practice some makeup on you she'll love my... you for that I'll give you massive brownie points my beard is integral to our marriage well, that's fair enough we'll, we'll, we'll buy you one of those fake stick on ones from the pound shop or something yeah. to use while it grows back the in beard, the, the, the beard is, is part of the prenup I'm yeah. afraid it's like I said we'll get you some of those stick on ones for, from the pound shop for, while it grows I, back I, oh, I, sh- I shaved my beard a week fine. after we went on our first date and she was visibly like not angry just really upset she was just sad <laughs> yeah to be fair I had the I same thought I felt that way she was like just, just really short. Just really, she doesn't want me to shave it because I did that, and she knew I'm. She saw how miserable I was. Yeah, I, she'd I, like, but she'd love it, like because you know, yeah. designer stuff. Had a, had a similar thing with with my missus. Um, it's like when we first got together. To be fair, I was quite a bit more overweight than this because I was drinking a lot because I was sad, lonely, and single. See, <laughs> I was one of you. <laughs> Um, and I'll, I'll hasten to admit Adam never uh, recommended anyone commit suicide did you? no uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, no been there done that no not going to happen um, but no seriously I, I was sad I was fat I was lonely um, I met her and she really wasn't interested um, in my attempts to pursue her I lost some weight started to grow a beard and she liked it and so yeah it became a thing so now I'm not it's allowed to shave it's tackle, yeah. uh, I did know a guy who had a beard um as full and in fact in fact fuller and more luxurious than Dave's it was like you know like um, Captain Haddock from Tintin it was just solid 
Yeah? Yeah. It's just like a solid brick. Like if you fell over, he put a beard in his cake in a cast or something. Yeah. Um, it was like that. And he shaved it off. And he was a little guy. Was, this is this over in Romania. He's this tiny little wiry guy with this huge beard. And he shaved it off and he had no chin. <laughs> at all and his wife was just like that's never happening again I don't care how warm it gets I don't care what goes in there <laughs> just just very briefly both um, How We Roll podcast and Sordent Radio have, have gotten some fan art and I'll put that up on the little forum thing yeah from Gentle Monkey or Pencil Monkey Jensen uh, at Gentle Monkey on Twitter it's amazing he's done it for like um, about eight or nine different podcasts and they're all really funny Um whether or not you actually know anything about those podcasts, they're still funny. It's quite an honour to be amongst them. It's like God's Fall and One Shot. And yeah, Fandible. And, <laughs> and yeah, and, and us who get like... So if you don't include uh, Gentle Monkey, there's there's at least seven people that listen to us as well. So they'll be they'll find that really funny. Uh, so so thanks for that. And I've, I've, I've retweeted that and stuff and I'll put it up again. Um, I'd like to remind people that uh, I've guested or I, I did a guest spot on the Riverhouse Games uh, podcast talking about um, like shared narratives and all sorts in which I give lots of people plugs, um, including you guys. The Viathan Files. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're doing a lot of, lot of podcasts on like technical stuff, like close reading of games and things. They have a series where they do things from scratch they'll take like a, a really short game that takes like an hour to play 15 minutes to learn and they play it and learn it from scratch so it's like they'll edit the bits out where they're going uh, what this that and the other and they'll just like voice over the top saying this is what this means um, it's, it's actually really really good um, lots of indie games and like parlor LARPs and things like that also at the time this is going to probably come out either How We Roll podcast last uh, D&D episode featuring myself will be Somebody. released on Monday. Monday so it'll definitely before this comes out but I'll uh, but everyone should go and listen to that because it's awesome um, I tried very very hard to break it um, <laughs> but failed miserably and yet uh, you were probably the least disrupt- disruptive player there <laughs> I, I honestly cannot remember right um the latest episode that I've listened to is just is at the Golden Cockatrice when things are starting to go down. There's a bar fight and all the zombies are coming, all the like the the people or whatever their deal is are, are coming to to get us. I legitimately cannot remember anything after that because I had a bottle of port in me. <laughs> it was like, it, and it was immediately after the fact as well. I think I did like a, a death speech or something, like a you know go save yourself type of speech, and and did it for a little while, and then I stopped, and then. Uh, Niall said how the fuck am I going to follow that and I went follow what <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> I'll finish off just by saying that on, on Twitter when I uh, released the character creation episode uh, which really was just me and Dave talking and then some bloopers from when we were <laughs> around the table together um, immediately people started getting on top of that and were like yeah brilliant yeah Dark Heresy let's get on this uh, so lots of people are, are quite excited about that. So thanks for mentioning that on, on Twitter, people. So. Sorry for disappointing you <laughs> all. Oh, we'll, we'll give you a big plug on the podcast as well. Uh, no, <laughs> I've no idea at this point. Uh, all right, that is the admin done.